What, are you going to smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You not? No. Why, you're a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? No, man, I'm not losing my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f*** is my stogie, guys? Flying in. What do you mean, flying in? Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, and people of all ages. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from wonderful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. Here with me, of course, the ever-approachable Honest Abe. Hello, good morning. And the walking in at the skin of her teeth, the lovely Lady M. Like the walking Can I have that water? No, don't give me the water. You gotta remember, I was sick the last couple days. Do we have a pair of symbols anywhere in this office? Symbols? Symbols. 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 I just have one question for you. When you... I'm just saying, because there's a lot of times I'm out symbols. partying late, and I know I'm going to get a few hours. But, but when when I know I'm drunk, or I know I'm going to have a rough morning to wake up, I make sure like I have an alarm like right next to my head. No. Um, I how, obviously... How is it, I, I called you this morning five times, you did? A- anticipating that you, you know would have my trouble phone, waking up. My phone was in a, my makeup bag, in a bag, in a bag. <laughs> why wouldn't it be and next it to your And it was downstairs head? in the foyer. I mean, why wouldn't it be next to I where you're sleeping? I, well, but I told Duncan. I go, Duncan. Oh, you depend on Duncan And no, he did. Clock. He woke me up. He woke me up three times. He was going to be my next call if you didn't answer. No, no, no. He woke me up three times, and I was like, all right, seriously, dude. What time is it? He's like ten thirty. I was like, no. He's like, just kidding. It's nine thirty. You need to go. I was like, thank you. But you weren't up at nine thirty. Did you fall back asleep after that? No, I was up at nine thirty. I showered. I called you post nine thirty. Oh, no, you were in the shower? My, no, I didn't. You get... did not shower. Is that a shower yeah, look? That's, yeah. Oh. yeah, that's definitely. A... No, 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 no. That's, that's still uh, wet hair. That's not I, even blow dry. I, I, didn't, I didn't get my phone until I was walking out the door at nine fifty, because my phone was downstairs in the foyer. So are you counting? That was eighteen minutes. Because I was about to come here <laughs> without my phone. So yes. And what was happened. the lovely occasion? Um, it's actually one of my girlfriend's bachelorette weekend. Ah. So we went out downtown, and I had lots of margaritas. Mm. <laughs> and how do you feel today? I feel like crap. <laughs> I could say something, but I'll let it slide. Why? I Not look like crap, too. Funny. Pun. So go ahead. Post a picture. I saw you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of posting it now. <laughs> so if you want to check out what Lady M currently looks Colin, like, make sure you you're following us today? on Kiss My Ash Radio on Twitter or Facebook, and I'm sure we'll have a great photo of the lovely Lady caption M right contest. there. Go oh, ahead. good caption. I got a caption contest photo, yes. Uh what is she really thinking after she showed up like this? That could be the thing. And if you want to win other great prizes, make sure you check out the KMA Recluse Poll of the Week. Every week on Kiss My Ash Radio's Facebook page, we post a great poll. Last week we asked you, will Tiger Woods ever win another major? Absolutely not. 
Amazingly enough, 75% of you said no. Wow, that's a lot of uh, that's green a there. big head of no. 25% said yes. Unfortunately, we didn't put an undecided in there. Oh, and of course, Front. John, what are we doing this week for our KMA Recluse Poll of the Week? The brand new poll this week is which cigar personality would you most like to spend the day with? <laughs> Honest Abe, of course. Ew. Come on. Humble brag, humble brag. Definitely not Adam. So, John, who are wow. they? Wow, who are they? Well, you can you can get, you can post whoever you want. Oh. Izzy, Izzy is is putting it up as we speak. Nice. Okay, fun. So there you go. Yes. And if you participate in this week's KMA Recluse Poll of the Week, you're going to be entitled to a five pack of Recluse cigars from our good friend Scott Weeks over at Iconic Leaf. Just like John Farrington of Massachusetts, who participated in last week's poll on Tiger Woods, and he's taking home that five pack this week. Can I say that I was very surprised with the results of last week's poll? Really? Yeah. Really? You really yeah. think Tiger Woods is going to... Um, have you seen that guy's swing? Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, once the bat goes, the bat goes, and that's where a lot of the power from the golf swing comes Adam's from. Adam's a golfer, so he knows. Listen, if I can't, if my back hurts even a little bit, yeah. I don't even bother trying to think about playing because it, it's just, I'll get through two holes and I have to quit. Well, You can't do it. If you can't have a strong core and your back's yeah, up, then you're no. not going to be able two to play Two holes a lot of golf. and I'm done. That's like my tops, too. Two yeah. holes. That's what every girl says. <laughs> oh, that was just too <laughs> Where's the rim scary. shot when I need Ouch. one? Rim <laughs> shot? Rim. Well, where are we going with this? <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. We're going no, down I, a dark road right now. That's exactly where <laughs> I was going, though. <laughs> right. I said that on purpose. You look rough. You're also like on Kiss My Ass Radio, our good friends over at Zykar live to give away some great prizes every single week. And you can win some killer gear. Last week, Randall Simon of Abbeville, Louisiana, posted a meme on our Cigar Industry member on what's uh, a Cigar Industry member meme. Someone wrote that wonderfully here on this forum. Cigar Industry yeah, what cigar Yeah, pers- they were funny. Your favorite Cigar Industry personality meme. I honestly did. So they- congratulations, Randall. You're taking home that great package. This week, if you post a meme involving an animal, you're going to win a carbon fiber cutter and a hygrometer. Courtesy of Zycar. I like this that John's taking over Lady M's duties today. Was this pre-planned or how this works? John's like, John, well, flow. well, we got a last-minute uh, photo of the uh, prize, so so we uh, posted nice. it very quickly. So. Ah, I see what's going on here. There we go. Oh. So yeah, make sure you go to the KMA Facebook page. You can participate in both of those great contests and be eligible for some fantastic prizes. By this, the way, I just want to say because mm-hmm. we did, we did not. We did miss the show last week. Yeah, well, did we ever find out what happened there? Well, you know, no. it was ter- terrorists. Terrorists took down the tower. We, 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 don't. <laughs> terrorists took down the tower. I don't think tower. we do. We really want to go into that. I'm no. curious. Stop. <laughs> We're not going to bash our. <laughs> no, but no, no, I'm not bashing nobody. I just said terrorists took down the tower. Apparently, but listen, honestly though, I really want to say um, a very special thank you to all the people who traveled from out of state who came down to the Great Smoke. Yeah. What an awesome, epic event. Ten years. I mean, it was fantastic. And uh, to all our listeners, friends, and just awesome people within this uh, cigar industry you, and lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I ran by you or I went quick. I apologize, but didn't, it was really, didn't mean to. It was just really had a lot going on. It was really good to see everybody, and I look forward to hopefully seeing everybody again next year. So you should, awesome. though, make like a, a big cutout of you. <laughs> and put it there, just in the, right in the middle of so the event. So people stop me from taking photos with them yeah. and just walk up to yeah. the cutout? Yeah, go and do a photo with the cutout. I actually think that would be hilarious. We should do one of me, you, and Adam. For real. Hey, lady, I just wanted to get one of her in there. That's Obviously. All. That's what it was. She doesn't care if I'm in it at all. No, I don't. Even <laughs> 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 I are good. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll throw Matt in there. <laughs> and John. No, Adam. <laughs> 
There you go. Speaking of great times to get to see us, you know what we announced just recently, if I'm not mistaken, that right. the KMA 200th episode is oh. now only three weeks away. Dude, very excited. We're going to be at the new Davidoff of Geneva store in Tampa. Tampa, Florida, Cigar City, USA. The biggest Davidoff store Since in the 1964. world. Since 1964. Yes, our good friend Jeff Borsch is putting it all together. We're still getting details, but I heard there's going to be a Bloody Mary pairing. Ooh. You know, we're Bloody Mary kings. You know, I'm going to come with a picture of our Bloody Mary. It's good, but it's not like this. You know, I'm just, of course you are. I've I will, also heard he's got an extensive whiskey collection, <laughs> so if I get through the show sober... He's got Pappy. I didn't... Oh, yeah, he's ooh, got, oh, no, we also brought a sober driver. Oh, yeah. We brought a sober driver. We got our designated driver because John won't make it. John, we will miss Wait, you that day, though. How are we going to do this road trip without John? Yeah, right. We're just going to have fun. Fine with that. Absolutely. No. <laughs> John, I'm come on. We, you had sleep. fun in Chicago. No, it was a great time, yeah, but I have the uh, Battle of the Bands going on for 93.5 The Bar, which is going to be... A lot. I might be dead like by the end of that. Battle of the Bands was like a high school thing. That still goes on? No, it's not. Well, thank you for that. Um, I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> it's always no, in no, those no. high school movies. Hey, guys, we got to go participate in Battle of the Bands, and we win. I mean, that's no, the last time, I, ever, the last time I heard anybody say Battles of the Band. Battle well, of the Bands. They, I was in high school. They but just, no, but there are high school participants. That's what it is. No, no, no. We don't have any high school participants in this one. Oh, oh this is like an adult Battle of the Bands? This is, um, well, it's a lot of uh, people you that are You should call local. it a triple X Battle of the Bands. Is it sponsored by Metamucil? No, Viagra. That was funny. That was Metamucil, funny. that's Mucil. John, John's going to go up there with his band and have t shirts that say Team Metamucil. Colin, I hope you're denoting all of the times for the things that she's saying here, okay? Just yeah. make sure you get all those. Those are great. Metamucil and Mucinex are yeah. not the Mucinex, same thing. Mucinex, yeah. Mucinex. No. Uh, no. So make sure if you're in the Tampa area, you're going to be in the Tampa area on or around the 19th of March, you stop by the Davidoff store and make sure you stay hyped. To us, we'll be there broadcasting live from 10 till noon well, and hanging out. Got a lot of great prizes. A lot of great stuff's going to happen. It's going to be a great time. You make sure you do not want to miss that. Make sure you do not want to miss that. Oh, wow. Coming from her? Wow. Somebody should get her a beer. Pop meat kettle. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Later on today, we're going to have Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. He's been out a while. He is going to be our meet your maker. We're going to see what's going on in the world of Alec Bradley. Mark Foley, former co- member of the United States House of Representatives, will be here to discuss the politics, and we'll talk to Mark about you know what's happening. A lot of interesting things are going on in the world of politics. You know what? I actually am looking forward to having him on the show because I'm 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 getting like goaded into like political arguments. On God, Facebook. you are going to vote for Hillary, I don't, aren't you? Yeah, Abe's I, voting for Hillary. Yeah, I I, I I'm getting goaded. I'm try I try to ignore all the liberal just. Oh, I don't even know what the word I want to say is. But just ignore the just the blindsided banter, and I, I need somebody that I could talk to. Right. Yeah, I'm here. Hmm. I don't, I can't conversate listen, back, but I'll listen. Your political views pretty much almost align with me, but yeah. you just don't know what you're talking about. That's the problem. No, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just don't know how to express it. Yeah, okay. We're all going to talk to Dr. Amy Bolton, host of the Dr. Bones podcast. She'll I be love able to talk Doc about. Amy. She'll be able to talk about Zika virus and the Olympics and the. Listen tight. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff with Zika virus. A lot of people are worried. You know, this is the new e- Ebola for right now, and you know we possibly have good reason to be worried. So we got a really great show for you. Lots more fantastic information coming your way. Make sure you keep it lit as we keep going. The story that made the cigar, the cigar that made history. Eighty years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now. That legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. 
Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds, hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other. Rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller body and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Every recluse cigar is created to smash the perception that a cigar needs to be Cuban to be exceptional. Recluse cigars experience the finest manufacturing techniques in the world. Every recluse cigar is flavorful, smooth, and delivers an effortless draw every time. Man, shut up! Stay down, chump! People, you don't have to listen to this garbage. Go get yourself a recluse cigar and do it today. I said stay down! Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from wonderful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the sober as can be, Honest Abe. Uh, good morning. And the probably still drunk from the night before, Lady M. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Looking good. 
It, this is this is an episode where it's really a shame the periscope's still not working. I know. No, I got periscope going right here. Oh, do you? Are you periscoping yourself? Yeah, I got no. I got one friend on here. Hi. Hi. She's talking to the periscope. Hi, Hello from Paris. Hi. Holy crap, Paris. It's the little things in life. It's the little things. And with things like that, it's time to find out what's in the box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. All right. Here's a fun one. Dirty cop and drug dealer. What, what could they possibly do together as a venture? Well, why not? Launch a cigar line. Of course. Named the Brooklyn Precinct. Yes, one of the most crooked cops in NYPD history has created a cigar line with a drug dealer he was in cahoots with. And he's named it after the Brooklyn Precinct he disgraced. Former officer Michael Dowd, 55, spent 12 years behind bars for shaking down cocaine dealers, swiping their drugs and reselling them while working in Brooklyn's 75th precinct in the late 80s and early 90s. Now he's teaming with a former drug cohort, gang leader Adam Diaz, of course, to sell cigars from the Dominican Republic under the brand name The 7-5 after his old precinct. Nothing says good times and quality entertainment like selling drugs and then turning into the cigar business. <laughs> By the way, when I when I saw that story, I got producer Tumescence. That was amazing. You got what? Producer Tumescence. Kids, look that up because I can't really say... Um, what that means on the air. But yeah, uh, you might have to explain that look, to us off look, the air. Produce I will, I will. domestic... Two, two messins. Mucinex. <laughs> Metamucil. Obama's proposed budget includes nearly doubling of federal cigar tax. As part of the bu- president's budget for the fiscal year of 2017, a new program called Preschool for All has been proposed with funding coming from an increase in both the federal, federal tax on cigarettes and a tax increase on other tobacco products. I including still, cigars. I still can't understand why there's not enough brain cells in the U.S. government that they have to fund everything for the whole country off of the back of tobacco. I still don't think S-Chip is actually funding anything. No! They should do it off of the back of alcohol. Man, they have too much money. They lobby much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they make way more money doing that. I see. Just, I see there's just, way more alcoholics I, than smokers. I, I say they should add. A, I say they should add a quarter tax to every Happy Meal, kids menu, yeah. kids plan, and dollar item on any drive fast. It's food. funny. You'd raise gajillions. It's funny. My friend took a photo at the airport the other day. The McDonald's line was out of the the, the terminal, the freaking terminal. Almost. And um. <laughs> Almost. And and then next to McDonald's was farm fresh food. Like, literally, that's what the one sign person. said. It was you. No one. Yeah. No one. Of course. Currently, the federal tax on cigarettes is a dollar and one cent per pack. The proposed budget would see that increase to a dollar ninety-five. In addition, other tobacco products, including cigars, would see their respective federal taxes increase to much to match how cigarettes are taxed. Ugh. Ugh. Rum and cigars. American and Cuban officials completed an agreement. They'll allow up to 20 commercial airline flights to resume this year between the U.S. and the island nation for the first time in more than 50 years, being that we gave away an awesome nine-day trip at the Great Smoke mm-hmm. to Cuba. What was the name of the gentleman the one? Um, Adam. Oh, I, would, I would have been really impressed if you knew it right now. Doug. Doug. Doug what? Doug Crinch. Crinch. Yes. Well, I don't want to say it online. He just wanted his information. Sure he does. Yeah. Dougie K, congratulations. He had won a nine-day trip. He's going to Cuba for nine days. It all should be a fantastic Spain. trip. Get a view of see cigar factories, rum factories, roll some cigars. See really a place that's been stuck in time. So pretty pretty awesome. It should be fantastic. 
It was the first time in a long time that a Cuban trade minister spoke to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce in at least five decades. Rodrigo Malmercia called for an end to the 55-year-old U.S. economic embargo and urged President Obama to allow American companies to import Cuban rum and cigars as a first step toward normal trade relation. Washington pundits believe the Republican-controlled Congress is unlikely to lift the embargo soon, but they may underestimate the power of good rum and cigars. And Obama even came out this week and even said further that he wanted to further create the barrier in getting trade going back and forth. Oh, I mean, Obama, yeah, I mean, he's one step short of just making this a communist country. What, what, I'm, what, I think he's what got possible a, problem could Obama have? I think he's got a spot picked out somewhere in Cuba that where that's where he wants to put his presidential library. Yes. Thanks, Obama. A limited edition Davidoff Winston Churchill has hit store shelves. Davidoff has recently redone the Winston Churchill line and now is offering the Tour in honor of Sir Winston Churchill's affinity for telling stories. The cigar is in a 6x56 ring, retailing for $27.90 in boxes of 10. Only 6,000 boxes were made. The Tour is a four-country blend in Cuban Cuban seed wrapper. Ecuadorian Mexican San Andreas binder and a filler combination of Nicaraguan and Dominican tobaccos. Davidoff's really like slamming it with like limited edition one off stuff lately. I mean, I, they had this little golf thing that came out. And now there's the indie. Did you see the indie? Yeah. Like it's the Davidoff Indie 500 box? Yes, I saw that. I think that's only available in Indiana, Indiana, is that what Indiana it is? though. Oh, okay. I think they're only doing it in Indiana. It's kind of like LaFleur did that whole 50th game football-shaped cigar yes. that is only available in California yeah. in that same way. I wonder how they did on that. I'm sure they'll tell you they did fantastic. Everybody owes this great. Well, like, Everything is always selling You should just set up a tin beautifully. outside of the well, That's what we have for In the Box. And that's what's in the news today. So, Lady M, any fun stories from last night? Yes, what was the best oh. thing that happened? Um, we got picture. a free we got than... a we got a free table and a bottle of champagne Where because we're chicks at this place called the Loft. Okay, it's the new monarchy. Real quick, um, while we have some time, I want people to go on to Kiss Mash Radio and check out the Wheels for Kids uh, page that we have. Um, it's a great charity. Um, it, it's real local here. Mark Wood, who's a devout listener to the show, is on the board for it. Um, we're trying to raise twelve thousand dollars to give a kid a motorized wheelchair. It's something that's pretty near and dear to our hearts here on the show. Um, a lot of these kids don't have the funds or the means um, to raise the money themselves. Um, right now, we're at about uh, five, I think around four hundred dollars. Almost, almost five hundred. Almost five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, so go to KMA on we got Facebook. About, we got enough, we need eleven thousand dollars. We got now. enough for about the right wheel right now. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you go check out the GoFundMe page, Wheels for Kids. Kiss, there's a link on the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. You can get all the information there. It's a great cause. Make sure you go check it out. And we're we're going out. Alan Rubin will be here, our guest, when we come back. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with with beer. You know, when it comes to a recluse cigar, I've often heard people say, Recluse made me smarter. Recluse made me more confident. Recluse cigars made me a chick magnet. While the accuracy of their statements is questionable, when it comes to yours truly, that's 100% me, baby. So do yourself and those around you a favor and pick up a recluse cigar for yourself or someone who definitely needs it. And do it today! Results may vary. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe and the intoxicatingly aromaed Lady yeah. M. With my yellow mouth. The streaming is working, Lady M. Your, your friends are just too drunk to figure out how they to do it. They probably are. They're probably listening right now. Can you coming? Nope. Reading's not working for you? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Okay. Every week, we like to invite a particular manufacturer to be on what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week... Kiss My Ash Radio is pleased to welcome 
owner and president of Alec Bradley Cigars, Alan Rubin. Alan, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. How are you? Can't complain. How's everything in the Fort Lauderdale world? Uh, everything is nice. Weather's great. Really not much to complain about. Hey, that's what we like to hear, especially for those of us who live in the Florida and not in the North, currently dealing with snow flurries. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. So now, Alan, a couple, recently, you appeared in an article in Cigar Aficionado where you basically came out and said, you know, that having the number one cigar a couple of years ago hurt your brand. What, what compelled you to, you know, go that forward and be that open with the world hey, about I- something that crazy, about, you know, just that honest? Well, you know, I think um, I think people, especially cigar people who are pretty, you know, true people, can sniff out honesty from from people who aren't being fully transparent. And um, uh, I think people want to know the truth. You know, there were things that we did right and things that uh, that we did wrong. And I think if uh, if you're into sports at all, you realize that when a team wins, it's the players, and uh, when a team loses, it's the coach or the manager. And uh, that's the position that I took. And um, you know, there were there were things when when we got the number one cigar in the world, there were things that we just weren't prepared for. Uh, and I basically told the story. You know, what was your biggest takeaway from everything that happened over you know the last four four years or so since everything that happened? And what was the biggest lesson you learned from all of it? Well, I think what happens is, in some level, you almost have to learn to say no, um, and something I you know I'm not very good at. Um, there were just a lot of expectations. Uh, you know, people that I had done business with for many years wanted things, you know, wanted product, wanted me to be out there, and, and it was all great things, but I couldn't be there and get them the product that they wanted and uh, and get the factory looking over productions. There just wasn't enough hours in the day or days, you know, days in the year to, to do it. And I tried to say yes to everybody, and ultimately I let a lot of people down, so... I think if there was uh, one takeaway from that is is to be able to manage expectations better, uh, manage myself and my people better. Wow, it's about the most candid answers I think we've ever heard on the show. Absolutely, Alan, uh, Abe here. Um, you know, for the longest time, and, and you know, we've known each other for many, many years. You know, when you started out in the business, you really had like a very core line that you were out there with. You were making bundles, and you got in the trilogy and boxes, and you moved very slowly. I remember when you first came out with your. Um, uh, the first like premium end brand I forgot it started with a P Prime Prime yeah yeah Prime and, but you made very slow moves and like all of a sudden over the last you know five years I've seen like you really explode with so many lines I think every now and then I'll look at an aficionado at him I'm amazed at the amount of lines that Alec Bradley has put out in the last maybe five or six years um, do you feel that uh Maybe it was too many, too quick, or you know, or did you just feel you were trying to keep up with the pace of obviously today's consumer, who I feel it makes it ten times harder for manufacturer because they're always just looking for that new thing. What's new on the shelf? Hey, Abe, I have to tell you, you can always tell the question of a, of a professional to back this. It's 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 amazing because you know something you you I think at times said to me, hey, are you you know are you putting too much out in the past? And I think. Uh, let me tell you where we are today. We have about 13 core lines out in the marketplace. And, um, you know, this is this is our 20th year, and I think this year we're not really going to come out with anything new. And the reason I say that is because when I look at our portfolio, 
we have a lot of the spectrum covered in terms of flavor, in terms of style, in terms of performance, uh, in terms of the pricing. And so it's not just coming out with something new to, to come out with something new. I mean, we have done that in the past. I think like every manufacturer has come out with something and said, okay, it's time for us to, to come out with something that you know we feel we can be successful with in the marketplace. But our portfolio is pretty stocked right now. I mean, I think we have an all-star lineup, um, and I don't see any reason to kind of impede on that. So I think this year, if we do one release, it may be a limited release because it's our 20th anniversary. I'm not really an anniversary kind of guy. Um, we'll, we, we, have won't, we won't tell that to the missus. Right? So we're, we're, I think we're done for this year. I don't what? think we're coming out with anything new. If I come out with another cigar that I think people will really love and enjoy, you know, maybe, if not, maybe we'll just hold it off till next year. I tell you, I really empathize with you and a lot of manufacturers today because you, you're, you know, you're obviously, you know, are, uh, you know, honest enough to admit it, but I think almost every manufacturer has been almost guilty of this. And it's mostly because of the consumer base and how they've become so volatile and finicky and how it's changed over the years. And I always use this example, you know, I've been in the business 20 years and used to have Mr. Johnson who would come in and buy his two boxes every month or every two weeks of so-and-so. And those guys have died and moved on. And this new generation of cigar smokers, like, I mean, they'll have their favorites, but man, they want to buy something new every time they walk through the door. And it makes, it makes it hard for us retailers and harder for manufacturers who try, have to try to build up a brand. You know, Abe, I, um, I'm a true believer that that, you know, a, a cigar, uh, a tobacconist could, you know, get into my side of the business if he, if he so felt that, you know, he should or she should. Yeah. I think it's very difficult, let's say, someone for, for like me to get into your side of the business. Uh, being, you know, being a, a brick-and-mortar tobacconist uh, and really to the level of what you do, you can't afford to have an off day. You can't afford to have an off hour nor can your people. It's a very difficult task, including not just managing the people but managing the inventory. Everybody wants you to carry everything. You want to, you know, you want to do the right thing uh, for your for your clientele, and I get that. But you know, you guys have limitations. My job is not to burden you with more product and more product. My job is to kind of help you and make your lives easier by coming out with the best product that I can and not hitting you. I mean, when I go through your stores, Abe, you have, I mean, you have a slew of product, established product. Uh, medium-range product, you have the newer product. And I have to tell you, you know, maybe my memory's generally not that good, but I remember when I first started in this business, and, and when people say to me, well, there's all these new guys, you know, in the marketplace, and what should I do, and should I carry the product? They go, hey, you know, not too long ago, that new guy was me. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's true. you know, if you if you believe in the product and you think it will work for your clientele, carry it. Um, you know, I, I, I give a lot of these guys that are coming into the business now a lot of credit. It's not easy. It's definitely more difficult today than it was, you know, 10 or 15 years ago when I was getting into it. And uh, these guys are doing it for the same reason, though. They're passionate about cigars, and they're doing their best to bring great product into the marketplace. But and you, I think they deserve a shot, but you, you know, from, from where I stand, because, again, that was me. But you know what the problem is, Alan, what I, I'm seeing personally, what's going on? Here's, here's what's happening. Guys like you... Pete Johnson, guys who got in, did the grind, did the work, visited the retail. You know, you built brands, and you knew where the company was going. You had a sense of direction because of the growth, whatever. But what I think what's happening now is 
because of social media and bloggers, anybody can put out a brand, and all of a sudden a few bloggers write about it, and there's 30 guys on Facebook talking about it, and it gets their hopes up, thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. Oh, yeah, we could do this. And they just don't realize the haul and the uphill climb that's ahead of them, and it gives, I, I, I think... It gives a lot more people false hopes because they think, oh, I'm just going to go on Facebook. I'm going to get 8,000 likes and, uh, you know, people are going to jump on this. And, and and I think it's it's set, it's setting up a lot of people for failure, uh, unlike what, you you know, you guys of your era had to go through, which was really hitting the pavement, doing the grind, building right. the foundation and making a, a brand and a company. Easy work done on social media. Not so easy. But it's false hope. Yeah. It creates a lot of false yeah. hope, I believe. Agreed. Yeah, because also, you know, it's, it's kind of a stroking of the ego, right? You see two or three bloggers talking about you and you're the young, hottest thing in the marketplace, and then it becomes you're, that's who you are that week, and the next week there's somebody else. And uh, so you're right, there is a lot of false hope. I mean, you know, listen, I trucked it, you know, four days a week every other week on the road, you know, while my kids were growing up. I can't get that time back, but ultimately at the end I now have a company that my son Alec, now that he's graduated college, is just joined me full time. So I built something at some level with my kids' names on it for my kids. Hey. And uh, my son just joined the company. So, you know, the, the long-term plan, I think, has worked. But, you know, this is how I look at it. With all the new guys coming in, some will end up with sustainability, some will have a mild level of success, and some will go away, kind of the natural attrition. And that happens in any industry. But... You know, here's what I tell everybody who tells me I want to get in the cigar business. I said, look, for $10,000, you can get cigars. You know, you can get something with your name on it. Um, and then once you have it and all the effort and energy you put into it, when it's all done, that's when the work starts. And if you're not willing to get on the road 35 weeks a year and hear 18 no's out of 20 visits, this is just enjoy cigars for what they are. You know, your pleasure, your hobby, the love of the leaf. Don't try Do to that. get into the business. You, you know what? You know yeah. what? You know what I tell them, Alan. I tell them how much are you planning on investing, whatever number they come up with. I said, "Well, cut me a check for half, save the other half, and don't do it, and you'll be ahead of the game." That is Seriously. correct. <laughs> Somebody told me that story once. That's, that's good advice. <laughs> I just saved you half your money. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have more with Alan Rubin. Alan, stick around. We're going to come back and talk more about the cigars Alan's got in the portfolio, everything that's going on in the future of Alec Bradley, and what we can expect from him as we continue this interview right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Russian Standard Vodka. Like this, it seems complex. Like this, so simple. But look closer, and you see it's both. Simple because it's made from soft glacial water and the finest Russian winter wheat. Complex because it's distilled over 200 times with the principles of Russia's greatest scientist. Simple ingredients, complex technology, bursting forth the incredible. Ultra clean, smooth, and delicious Russian Standard. This is vodka, as it should be. To affinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Swag Cigars, offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in full grade sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and price right. Boutique Blend Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Introducing the Mito Capa Negra, the strongest cigar yet in the Coots Cigar brand portfolio. A medium to full-bodied tour de force boasting a rich, complex flavor profile. From its dark, oily Mexican San Andres Maduro wrapper and spicy Nicaraguan binder to its impeccable blend of Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers, Mito Capa Negra represents the pinnacle of blending mastery and prime tobacco selection. Mito Capa Negra is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. When you came in the air What show, Emily? Better call Saul. What did she say? She said, "Better call Saul." Better call no. that show. Yeah, it is. It's that's a, the that's a spinoff from Breaking Bad, starring oh, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Didn't know. It's just started its second season show. at the beginning of the month. John is all excited. Yeah. Looking at our producer, yeah. all excited. We were going for True Blood. True Blood. Oh, yeah. I knew that now. With Chris Isaac singing the vocals. I knew that now. You know what? Now that you say that, how did I not realize that for like the last six years or how many years have been on? Oh, really? It's so his voice. I never. No, you know, never thought about it's, it. It's one of those things at the very end I always notice at the very end there it is like Chris Isaac. I never even thought of well, well I got TiVo so I never watch uh, it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, now that you said that, how did I not catch that? Yep. So Isaac's. his voice. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister here with me, of course, the ever entertaining honest Abe. Hello, hello. And the hello. aromatically intoxicating Lady M. Hi. You are like half checked out today. I am half tequila, half vodka right now. That is happening. It's happening. 
It's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Normally, the human body is 80% but, like, water, thing is, but like, now Lydia is I don't feel alcohol. bad because I told Abe last night at 9 o'clock that mm-hmm. this was going to happen. Oh, so she's staring at me pictures. I, when, I, I saw that, when I saw like her nice pictures, she had a beautiful leg out like literally from the top of her thigh. It was like side view sitting at the edge of a table, but she had constipation face. He, said, he goes, oh, yeah. you look constipated. He I goes, nice leg, make... but you look constipated. I was like, crap, I do. <laughs> I'm gonna need... I got the picture. Uh, yeah, we're gonna need I did. I said, nice leg, but why do you look constipated? <laughs> then she's like, don't zoom in the phone. I said, zoom in. I've been trying to tilt it, get the angle <laughs> off my phone, catch any more off that leg. And, of course, we're here with Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars, talking for our Meet Your Maker segment. Alan, once again, thanks for joining our shenanigans today. Well, listen. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always my pleasure to be able to, to get with you guys and uh, and and speak with your uh, with your listeners. Absolutely. So, Alan, in the spirit of St. Patrick's Day, I got to ask, and we got to go into the topic of the filthy hooligan. This year, it's going to be a barber pole wrap cigar for the first time ever. What led you to this decision, and and where did this come from? Um, you know what? We were actually just uh, doing some blending and started playing around and and moved one of the binders out. Uh, made it a wrapper and said, hey, let's try a barber pole and just see how it, you know, how it performs. And we love the flavor combo and pretty much that was it. It was almost like a one and done. We, uh, just a slight tweak at the blend. We thought it was kind of cool. And, um, you know, we, it was, it was kind of easy because we introduced it. We pre-sold it. Uh, we pretty much only made what we had sold and that was it. So it was kind of in and out and, uh, done and seems to be a lot of buzz going on it right now. Um, a lot of stores have called up and said, can I get more? You know, we've already sold out, and we just didn't make that. You know, we didn't make any more. So it was just one of those quick, fun things that we did, and people enjoyed it. So it was uh, it was good. Not to mention, it made for a great advertising campaign. How much did you enjoy the, enjoy the clean shave with the straight edge there? I'll try to say that one more time. How did, well, it made for a great ad because the, the advertisement had you in a barber chair getting a straight edge cut. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, fun to do, and where I was located at the time was illegal. So, um, you know, you couldn't. Uh, you're talking about the uh, the thing with uh, me getting getting a shave and smoking at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, that was. Um, you know, it's interesting in the, in the stores and the retailers in the, in Canada, you can't smoke in a cigar store, right? Which is like wow. not, not being able to read a book in a library. How so, depressing is that? Uh, there was a, there's a great cigar store, uh, the Village Cigar Shop, uh, up there, uh, big supporters of ours, and it's a, they've got four or five barber chairs and, uh, and a, you know, beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful tobacconist, and um, they just said, I said, I'd like to light up, and, and they looked, and, and they said, it's like a $1,000 fine if we get caught. Really? Wow. Yeah, so... Did, did you stay here? I'll cut you a another, check? There was another guy getting a shave, and I'm like, hey, can I buy you a cigar? And the guy said, yes. So that was it. We basically, I lit up. They shaved around my cigar, and uh, and that was it. So, and no one caught you. No one. Caught, well, you know, we were in and out in forty-five minutes. So, and it was uh, it was like ten o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, or something. So it was, it wasn't an issue. Nice. Very nice. Now, yeah. you, you guys have done a lot in the last couple of years with, you know, as you said, with the thirteen brands and expanding. And you guys have looked to do some interesting things. I mean, you guys were the first company, as you said, to send a cigar into space. Which is pretty cool. Right. And not to mention you made a great video and everything. I mean, you guys are always looking for this next kind of cutting-edge marketing tool. What's the next look you guys are going to do to try and expand your brand just from a marketing aspect? 
Well, I, I think right now we're we're pretty much you know staying to our core line. Uh, you know, I would love to say that uh, it was always my intention to be a global brand. Uh, actually, when I got in the business, my intention was to feed my family. Uh, but after some years, when we've had some success, you know, we started looking at a more global level. Uh, and right now, our marketing is is geared not just domestically but internationally. Um, we're now in uh, about 40 countries outside the U.S. And, and entering the Asian market. So we're looking at a more global plan, I think, in terms of our marketing strategy. Um, you know, we just opened up a distribution center in Toronto. We have one now in Düsseldorf, Germany, to handle the EU. So we have to be a little tighter uh, on our marketing strategies as to what we want to do so we can have a unified message uh, internationally as well. So that's stuff we're working on currently. Now, you guys also this year launched a new line in the Tempest Nicaraguan, which is a Nicaraguan blend of one of your original premium lines. What, what caused you guys to decide to expand upon something that you had as such a long-standing staple in the Tempest? Well, we felt that, um, you know, when if we go back to the original conversation um, about you know, things that went, went wrong after number one, um, oh, yeah. Prensado, Prensado took so much of our time and our effort and a lot of our lines really, you know, suffered uh, because of it. And so we had a chance to kind of bring the original Tempest back, or the, the Tempest went back to its very org, which is what really put us on the map as a company. We were able to go back and really replicate that blend right to the first year that we brought it out, which was very exciting for us. So we, it went from Tempest to, to Tempest Natural. We had the Tempest Maduro, and we started working on some all Nicaraguan blends, and we just hit on one that we thought was perfect, and it kind of performed like the Tempest, but a completely different flavor. And we said, hey, why don't we do Tempest Nicaragua with this? And um, and it worked. I mean, the cigar is really hot for us right now and very well accepted, and the whole Tempest line is really kind of back to where it started, and uh, nothing nothing could make me happier or prouder. All right, Alan, before we let you go, we've got a couple of rap. We're going to get you on the rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Guilty pleasure. Oh, man. Okay, pass. We'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> Superpower you would like to have. Fly. Say one, say one more time. Superpower you would like to have. Uh, invisibility. Hmm. Oh. Oh, interesting choice. Favorite movie. Um, and this is, I'm not good at rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun. Um, favorite movie. Don't worry, no uh, one's judging I, on this show. Don't know. <laughs> favorite band. Like movie goer. What was the last question? Favorite band. Uh, Steve Miller Band. Ah, nice. Guilty Pleasure. Back. Uh, time in time in uh, in Vail, Colorado. You know, just just quiet relaxation. Who is your least favorite celebrity? Mel Gibson. Favorite cigar that you don't make? Tricky question and not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's the rapid fire pleasure. Um. Oliva the uh, in the Lancero. Nice choice. Oh, good call. Your least favorite place to travel? 
Abe, if I said Mexico, would you get upset? Not at all, buddy. <laughs> Not at <laughs> all. Heading there tomorrow. I'm um, heading there. Yes, I am. Place to travel. Um, you know what? I don't really have one. I know when I have to travel, especially for business, I always think it's going to be pleasurable and successful, so I don't really have one. Favorite food? Peanut butter. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Greatest accomplishment? Making my uh, my wife and my kids proud of me. Uh, very nice. And last one. One thing on your bucket list. Uh, traveling the world with my wife uh, and just seeing her enjoy life. That would be a bucket list for me. Oh, awesome my stuff. God, awesome stuff. <laughs> Alan Rubin, you are off She's the really crying. and you have literally made Lady M cry. She's really crying. Congratulations. <laughs> well done, sir. Thank you for taking the time out to be with us today. We greatly appreciate it. Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Always good to have you. Make Thanks, sure you Alan. check out Alec Bradley Cigars at your nearest cigar retailer. Lots of great stuff in the portfolio. A lot more great stuff coming up in the second hour of Kiss My Ash Radio. We're going to talk to Mark Foley, former United States House of Representatives. We're going to talk to Dr. Amy about Zika virus and all kinds of other great stuff that's going on. And, of course, don't make sure you check out all of the KMA stuff that's going on on the KMA page, and I'm going to punch you in the, in the thing I can't He's say. He's talking to Lady M, just uh, to clarify. Make sure you're keeping it lit. We'll be back soon. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, BakerZimmerman.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live from wonderful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And we're bringing you back with a little 21 Pilots. If you don't know, you should know. Colin knows what I'm talking about. I got no clue. With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe. Good afternoon. And... The intoxicatingly intoxicated, lovely lady. lady I know. I just put these headphones on. I was about to yell at you because I thought you turned my things no, off. No, I left them off because they're not being used you right now. You get obnoxious when you're drunk. Yeah, because I'm the. Yeah, I almost did it twice in one show. Mm -hmm. But hey, didn't have to use the dump button. Mark it on the wall. So far, we're doing well. College is not a happy camper. He's doing okay. If I had to listen to Adam for two hours, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> You know what? I'll just sit here quietly, and I'll let you do the rest of the hosting if you'd like. Dude, don't even play. She'll go there. I will. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Play. 
This week we are pleased to once again welcome old friend of the show, former U.S. House of Representatives from 1995 until 2006, Dem- Republican representative from right here in Palm Beach County, Mr. Mark Foley. Mr. Foley, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks. Great to be back with you guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Always a pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So there's a lot of interesting stuff happening as we're getting into the heart of the presidential race now. Super Tuesday's over. The front runners are starting to get put together. I mean, from your perspective as a former representative who's been a Washington insider, what are we looking at here? Is this anything in history like anything we've ever seen before? It's called Barnum and Bailey. Exactly. Well, we've never seen anything like it. In fact, the other night during the debate, the only thing they didn't say is kiss my ash. Because uh-huh. They virtually covered every other angle of the American uh, political spectrum from disgusting to revolting uh, to parts of people's anatomy. I, I've never seen anything like it. In fact, I was surprised. Not a Donald. Donald, that's his style. That's his stock and trade. Uh, he did it. He's done it for years. But I was, frankly, astonished that Rubio took the bait. I thought he would have risen to the occasion, been much more presidential, much more polite. But he decided to roll in the gutter in the, in the commentary, and I think it's hurt him dramatically. I think it really has. Uh, I like Donald. I think he's speaking to a anger in America that's necessary. I think it's time we talk about fixing the political system. He may be the only one that can do it. My advice to him has been and will continue to be, tone it down, focus on the problem, explore what a presidency of Donald Trump would look like, and stop fighting with your fellow uh, contestants. It's just not, it's not becoming and it's not professional and it's not polite. Was it Rubio that, that jumped on to the, um, the yoga pants thing after yeah. that debate? He's now selling yoga pants, calling, what, dump, dump Trump or something? $10. Well, Rubio, Rubio started by, you know, exchanging the tit-for-tat with Donald, and yeah. that's probably a dangerous thing to do. I mean, uh, Cruz at least remained somewhat steady the other night and remained above the fray. But I think Marco thought by engaging in the same semantics Donald uses that he could somehow get away with it. But he's a sitting United States senator. senator he owes the people better performance than that. Right. Do you think uh, Donald it's may have stopped being rhetorical and 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 rude if they wouldn't have uh, accelerated the fight, so to speak? Excuse the noise in the background. I'm on a street here, but um. now, do you think that it's possibly someone in Rubio's camp just told him, "Listen, you have to start fighting fire with fire and start getting some noise put in there behind the campaign, otherwise, we're really going to lose it." Well, and there's a way to do that. They could clearly, as they were attempting to do, talk about some of Donald's failures. Uh, thankfully, all of us have had failures, and failures sometimes make us stronger. So to sit there and lament about what Donald's university may have looked like or his steaks or vodka uh, is somewhat trivial to most Americans. They're more worried about their meals, their paycheck, their home, than they are whether Donald stumbled down the road in his business career. But I agree. I think somebody whispered in Marco's ear, you've got to fight fire with fire. But you know what? If you don't have an extinguisher, you better be prepared for the fire that starts blazing, and that's happened. He has actually gone down in the polls, and the respect he was earning as a very articulate, younger voice of the people has now kind of been mangled, if you will, almost in a, as if it had been a major car accident. So I just think he took the wrong tack. He should have stayed positive. He may not have succeeded in his quest to unseat Donald as the front runner. 
but I think he would have had a lot more respect and certainly wouldn't have damaged his brand as he may have done uh, on, on Tuesday. Mark, you know, I try not to gauge in political debates. I really don't because I, I just like, I like, I have a saying, I don't do stupid, you know. And, you know, one of the things that I, I just, I can't fathom, is it me? Am I misinformed? Or is this country not, like, triple in the amount of debt it was before Obama took office? Oh, without question. Okay. Without question. Triple. And, and, and so, so they're responsible for it, too. Republicans started the march on spending after, and, and John Kasich, to his point and to his credit, we worked together. We were all there. We balanced the budget. We were, we were starting to pay down the debt. We were heading in the right direction. The war cost us. And from that point on, yes, Obama has uh, doubled the debt since he took office. So the spending at now $19 trillion is almost insurmountable we don't turn this ship around and start focusing on the problem, Titanic. we broke. Yeah, so, you so, are absolutely right. So here's my point. This is what I don't understand because everybody – I'm really tired. I mean, look, I'm one of the guys who probably 10 years ago, if Trump was running for president, I'd be laughing and whatnot. But I'm tired of all these people Trump bashing because, honestly, from my perspective, after this country elects Barack Obama twice, can there really be anything really that much insane – I mean, is anything that really that far out of graph? Is it really shocking that the country now is backing a guy like Donald Trump because of all the insanity that this country's been going through for the last eight years? I'm not speaking to my mother right now. Over politics? Over politics. Really? Because I'm a Trump fan. Well, <laughs> we don't listen, see eye to eye. I, I, you're not a Trump fan? Or no, I lot. am. I am. My mother's not, but we don't see eye to eye. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, what he's done in this country and why I'm so enthused by his candidacy is the fact that he's waking people up. 26 million people watched the first debate he was in. Normally, there'd be about three or four million. Five and a half million people have already voted in the states that held contests. That's up double from last yeah. time we had a presidential election. Yeah. That says to me, and one of the things I posted on Facebook yesterday, every politician talks voter turnout. We've got to get people engaged. We've got to get them to come to the polls. Oh, he you know, gets them engaged. In this particular cycle, because they're coming in such record numbers, people are all insulting the voter by calling them crazy for voting for Trump. So that's what kills me about the process. You encourage people to turn out. They finally come out. Then you start insulting them for turning out. Yep. Uh, people are entitled to their vote. But I will tell you one thing. Donald Trump's business acumen, he's, you know, I would say 80% of his businesses have succeeded brilliantly. And I think he's the right guy to focus on the economics of this country. Oh. Start to, he does talk about trade. He talks about restoring jobs in America. He can do it. The rest of them have had time. Marco's been in the Senate six years. Ted Cruz has been in the Senate six years. Give me a break. It's just like somebody saying Hillary. In fact, that was a point Donald made the other day. She wants time to fix the problems, even though she's been around government for 30 years. She still needs more time. So all for Donald in the sense that he's going to shake the trees change the dynamic, change the political class, and my only hope is that it'll stop the nasty rhetoric. He does not need to do that. I'm going to talk to him some point this week, and I'm going to urge him to stop with the shenanigans, rise to the occasion, show people you can lead, show them you're presidential, and that you have the skill set to run the country, and then get off of the nastiness and debate. People will look at him, give him a... I don't think he needs a second look because he's already a front runner. And one other point I'd like to make on the show... You know, it's ironic. The Cruz people said the other day, 60% don't want Donald Trump. They're using the math that since he's only got 40% in the primaries, that 60% don't want him. If that math is true, then Ted Cruz 
80 percent don't want you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, you're arguing against the, yourself. The big question is, can Trump? Can a Trump ticket beat Hillary? Yes. If they put the right pieces together. My thoughts are, if you took Donald Trump and a skilled tactician like John Kasich as vice president. I like you that. You reach out to old fans right? mm-hmm. like He's Jeb Bush guy? say, Jeb, I want you to be Secretary of State. I know we've Ooh. had our differences, but I need you and your steady hand in government. Chris Christie, I want you to be Attorney General. You're a top cop. You're a good law enforcement guy. Ben Carson, I want you to be Surgeon General. Carly Fiorina, I want you to be Treasury Secretary. If you start announcing the quality and caliber of people that were on stage, each having a different skill set, and Donald Trump would show him to be the higher person where he takes his foes and gives them a position of honor in his administration, I think Hillary can be beat. And I think the turnout is reflective in the lack of enthusiasm. Five and a half million Republicans have shown up so far, two and a half million Democrats. With that imbalance, the Republicans clearly can win if we unite. No, oh, that's a big if. That's a big if. Well, you know, that's a lot of great information, Mark. We want to thank you for joining us. And as we continue to go on this road in the next eight months, we're going to have to see what's going on. We'll have definitely have you back on to talk yeah, about what's reconnect. happening and maybe see what the rest of the circus entails for us as the three rings continue to just Absolutely. flare up. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Former Representative Mark Foley of Florida here to give us all kinds of great insight. And, hey, hopefully he's got great words to get into seeing Donald Trump very soon. When we come back, we're going to have an Ask Abe section, and we're going to talk to Dr. Amy and see what's going on with her. Make sure you're keeping it lit. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands. 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinoza cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars, a medium-bodied cigar, rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago, and a small boat with his family. Smoke La Boheme today. Blending is in our DNA. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 
The A. Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Ceri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of A. Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister here, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on a lovely Saturday morning. We hope you are keeping it lit today, and hopefully all weekend long, as you enjoy a cigar with all of your favorite libations. Well, I know we tend to do that later, and hopefully Lady M won't, or at least cut back a little bit. With me, of course, the ever-enjoyable Honest Abe. And, of course, the intoxicatingly intoxicated Lydium. Abe's mad at me because Starbucks chewed the muff. He won't even look Just at me. Just move right on now. that statement. Yep. He chewed the muff. Just move All on. All right. Now Just it's time on. for a section we like to call Ask Abe. I am the smartest man alive! You've got tons of questions. He's got tons of answers. It's time to ask Abe. I need that audio bite. You're just going to have it play every time you walk into a room? I have it isolated. <laughs> it's like on my keychain. I can just... So, does this mean John's going to ask the question? I don't know who's got him. I've got him here. Yeah, I can... actually, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll ask him. There you go. Producer John, here to ask the questions for... We're not sure what he produces, but... Hello. Ask Abe. hi oh. By the way... Nah, we won't discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> You're... It's probably safer for you. Yeah, that's right. Jeff just stop a... now. Jeff H. asks, what's the one thing that makes a successful... Cigar lounge. Uh, I think whether it's a successful lounge or any business, it's always customer service. 
Customer service. And customer service doesn't doesn't just entail being nice and friendly to the customer. Mm-hmm. It's providing them what they need for the experience, which means having product, having availability, you know, the right environment. That that all entails customer service. I believe that's the key to any business that deals with interaction of you know actual people. You know. Agreed. Also, clean ashtrays. Ah, oh, there yeah, you go. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. That is definitely a thing. Yes. Michael B. from Facebook asks, "What's the what's been the biggest surprise that you didn't expect when you first got into the cigar business?" That I would be threatened. My livelihood would be continuously threatened by my own government. Ooh, okay, and never, also never saw that coming. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good true. point. All the follow up to that. Also, what does your typical day look like, and how many cigars do you smoke a day? You know, I do not smoke that many cigars a day during the week. And, um, like, I'm getting ready to go away. I'll probably smoke three or four a day while I'm gone. But you just don't have that time or leisure because for me, cigars not a it's not a habit. For some people, it's actually a habit. Cigars are something I actually enjoy. So it'd be like trying to drink whiskey all day or something. You know. Uh, a libation or something you wouldn't. Adam got excited. Yeah, I know you probably well, you would. Not yeah, want to drink whiskey all day. It's a lovely thing to do. But yeah, I mean, uh, I might smoke uh, two to three cigars a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I go away, like I'll smoke two, three to five a day. Mm, nice. All right, and Marta Z, who sent me an email to John at KissMyAshRadio.com. If you have questions for me, which you probably don't, but anybody members on the show, you can send those to John. At kissmyashradio.com. Marta Z asks. J O N, not J O H N. J O N. And my last name is Baron, not Baran. Thank you very much. Uh, Marta Z asks, <laughs> I love the show. How do you balance your life being a father, businessman, and radio personality? Honestly, that's a great question. It's all really about efficiency and uh, having the right people around you. And normally when she's sober, Lady she's M. people. Lady M is actually a very... He's mad at me right now. Very helpful. I just ordered new muffs, by the way. I just bought them on Amazon with my own money because you're mad because the dog ate the muff. I think we had extras. Yeah, there's, a, there's an extra No, I just one. bought I bought five. I just bought five. Because <laughs> you made me mad. You pissed me off, dude. Once again, I would like to go out there and say... No, I didn't the, do anything. She, the, the, she, the things people buy on Amazon when drunk is always entertaining. But listen, whether whether it's... Doing what I do, or you're the president, or anything, it's always about having good people around you. It yeah. always helps make life go a lot better. Even as Mark Foley just said, hopefully Donald Trump surrounds himself with good people. By the way, it's always a nice surprise when you buy something drunk on Amazon. It just shows up. <laughs> you know what? It's I like Christmas. No, no, no. My mom had to cancel my credit card when I was in college because I I would do late night drunk infomercial ordering, oh. and then uh, I'd sign wow. up for like a year's worth of you know uh, pet a pet a foot or well you know those things or or Herbalife or some stupid stuff. My mom'd be like, "What is this thirty nine ninety nine charge every month?" <laughs> Shh. I was <laughs> drunk ordering. <laughs> Randy M. asks, what are your plans for the future? Do you ever see yourself fully retiring? Nah, I don't. Never. Yeah. He wouldn't know what to do with himself. I don't think, I, you know, as long as I'm healthy and I can go to work, I don't think I could fully retire. I think I'll probably stay involved in the cigar industry in some form or fashion until I really, really don't want to work anymore. Unless the government stops it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, right. the government's never going to get rid of tobacco. They're right. just going to make it difficult it. to make a living uh, selling it. That's right. all. Mark H. wants to know, what are your top three favorite movies oh, and why? Oh, we did this. 
We did this. One of my all-time favorites. And, you know, I mean, it, it, Lawless. No, but that is a great movie. You do like that but movie. But you can't, you know, the top three is just so impossible. But I mean, You one, need genres. Number, yeah, genres help. But number yeah. one's always got to be true romance. Just too many awesome people in there. Written by Quentin. I mean, too many classic epic scenes that are priceless in that movie. True romance. Is that the one with the guy? That's, that's the one I showed you with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That was a funny movie. You know, and then uh, Gary Oldman is the Jamaican yeah. white pimp. I mean, it was just too much of a classic movie. But there's tons of them. I mean, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou Comes, because probably one of the best dialogue written and scores of a movie ever done. You know, Pulp Fiction's up there. Shawshank, yes. <laughs> so, but, I mean, yeah, that's that's just some off the top of my head. So there you go. That's that is all for Ask Abe. That's all for Ask Abe. We got two <laughs> minutes left, so Ask uh, Emily. Some banter. You guys want to hear what I want to talk about? <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Lady M, in fifty-eight seconds? No. <laughs> no. No, but I did. I did. Oh, now actually, she's silent. No, I actually did though. Abe got Abe. Abe rolled his eyes at me and I hate when I get the eye roll from me it just makes me feel like a little kid and I need to go to the corner <laughs> so, and like so sensitive. and I am so sensitive so I just ordered new she's muffs especially sensitive like, when she's you know, intoxicated when you though, by the way I ordered their, their, their microphone sponges but I just I just bought also, five they'll grab, be delivered in two days grab a new Merkin as well <laughs> we need a Merkin yes Merkin? please Merkin <laughs> Uh, this has been Kiss My Ash Radio. That was Ask Abe. If you've got questions you want Abe to answer, make sure you send them over to John at KissMyAshRadio.com or just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, and John will be sure to put the best questions in for the next time that we are going to do an Ask Abe seminar. Seminar. I don't know what the hell it's called. Because if Abe could not work anymore, he would be like a seminar type of guy. All right, we come back. We're going to talk to Nurse Amy from the Dr. Bones podcast. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is 
Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide, Why? the Spearmint Rhino is Palm Beach County's most exclusive hotspot. Celebrate Tito on a Thursdays every Thursday, 8 p.m. till close. And enjoy two-for-one Avion margaritas, bucket specials, Tito's bottle special, and complimentary taco bar from 9 p.m. till midnight. Every Monday, Spearmint Rhino is uncovered with free entry during the game. Bucket and bottle specials and $5 Jameson shots. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail, come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentlemen's club since the dawn of time the universe has been constantly evolving now experience the evolution of flavor syndicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade grown carojo and san andres marron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed syndicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Run, 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 run. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, here with the... Always enjoyable, Honest Abe. Uh, hello. And the Modelo in the Morning, Lady M. You know you have to finish that bottle before we finish the show. No, because I have to drive. Well, you can't take it with you. Starbucks will drink it. <laughs> I... Colin will. Okay, that's always a good idea. Why did you ask for the 40? You did. You wanted a six-pack. Yeah, because I wanted to bring it home with me. You oh, were buying. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, good, good with the 40. Good with the 40. <laughs> Abe's buying. Yeah, give me actually a 24-packer. Yeah, always a good idea. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. You are listening to the 198th episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. Ah, uh, 200, around the corner. Well, I can't wait. That's going to be so exciting. All our listeners, pay attention. We will be in Tampa, Davidoff of Geneva, all right? Jeff Borschwitz's newest location, Davidoff's biggest store in the world. We're going to be there March 19th doing our show live from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time. There will be cigar people. we got Carolina Beltran, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Hoochley herself. She's going to be live on the show. Hoochley.com. She's going to come down and visit. And Jeff's got Bloody Mary pairings, and he's working on some cigar people. We're going to have more information. But put it on your calendar if you're anywhere near the Tampa area. March 19th. Absolutely. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you're there. It is definitely an event not to be missed. Oh, okay. We got Dr. Joanne nursing me. So there we go. It is now time for our very special guest, one of our faves that we are always happy to welcome back, Nurse Amy and Dr. Bones. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio, guys. It is great to hear from you guys. How are you? Uh, We're still alive. You know, it's a shame that we have to call you guys whenever there's some kind of a crazy threat going on in the world. Yeah, I have the Zinka virus. What do I do? <laughs> I don't well, think that's the, the case. Well, the good news is that if you have the Zika virus and you're not pregnant, are you pregnant? Oh, I wait. might be, but 
Let me drink this beer she, first she's, and find out. <laughs> she's really just suffering from alcohol poisoning. Ignore her this morning. Yes. <laughs> well, as long as you're not pregnant, you probably aren't going to have a major issue. The Zika virus, I mean, it's a virus, and it's related to, it is related to some pretty bad ones like West Nile and uh, de- yellow fever and uh, chikungunya that uh, they had in South America last year. But the truth of the matter is 80% of the people that get the virus have absolutely no symptoms. And maybe 20%, the 20% that do, will have like a flu-like syndrome where they have some uh, additionally maybe some joint pains. And and actually, some people actually get pink eye from it. But the truth of the matter is the virus remains in your body for probably about a week or so and then goes away. And it's just if you happen to be pregnant at a certain time that it's a major issue. Well, Dr. Bones, let me just get this straight. So basically, as I understand it, as a male, I don't have to worry about this? Not necessarily. You just get you do a have flu. To worry about. You definitely do have to worry about it because you can pass it on to someone who is your sexual partner mm. if you're heterosexual, and and that could be an issue. There have been at least, uh, well, there have been quite a number of cases of, of Zika virus that has been passed from, let's say, uh, a male that traveled to South America and then passed it to their sexual partner in the U.S. and so that, so there is a possibility that you could actually wind up get wind up giving it to someone. Now, I mean, other oh. than you know, it be just in a South American country, there have been no known cases of an actual infection, other than someone who has traveled in South America at this point. If I'm correct, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. For for the time being, we haven't really had what we call locally transmitted case but the funny thing is, is that the the Aedes mosquito the type of mosquito that actually passes this virus from uh, from one person then to another person uh, actually truthfully is it all over the place in the southern part of the United States and there are even colonies of these mosquitoes that live in subterranean uh, like subway ch- uh, tunnels and things like that even in uh, Washington DC and places like that now, if I'm also not mistaken, the virus itself actually ori- originated in a very small forest area that is actually called the Zinka Forest, which is just south of the airport. Yeah, you're right. It's near uh, Lake Victoria mm-hmm. in Uganda, and that's where they found the virus first in a monkey in 1947. And in the 1950s, they started getting some cases that showed up in humans. But uh, right now, uh, the outbreaks are happening over, uh, although the outbreaks over in the old world have occurred in Asia and Africa and the French Polynesia, the the really huge amount of cases are occurring in the New World, mostly in South America, in the Caribbean, Central America. Uh, so many cases that uh, in El Salvador, the government says to preg- says to women, don't get pregnant for the next two years. That's how big an issue they can think it is. Now, what are people actually doing to try to combat the spread of this virus? Well, the main thing with the virus is is dealing with the most dangerous animal on the planet. And what's that? Is that the great white shark? Is that the Bengal tiger? No, it's it the is human. The oh, it's yeah, the absolutely. mosquito. Absolutely. The mosquito kills millions of people actually every year uh, from malaria and a lot of other diseases. And so mosquito control is one of the main things that you got to do. You can kill them 
uh, as eggs. You can kill the larvae as they, they live in water, or you can kill the actual adults. And there are a lot of different ways to do it. One of the uh, main ways that they're trying to, to use is what they call biocontrol, mm-hmm. where they put other creatures in the environment uh, or, or more creatures in the environment that will actually eat either adult mosquitoes, like dragonflies eat adult mosquitoes, or there are little uh, guppy-like fish called uh, gambusia or mosquito fish that eat larvae. So there, there are a lot of different ways that they're, they're using biological control uh, rather than just uh, pesticides, but although pesticides are still a, a major function. And the funny thing is, is that in, in Brazil and South America, uh, South American countries, the government can go into your home and spray your entire house with these strong pesticides, something that you probably would have some people complain about in the U.S. But they're doing that. That's how big they think this threat is. They're doing that in South America. Well, I'm glad you brought up Brazil because a lot of the big worries now are about the upcoming Summer Olympics and all of these participants from all over the world coming to Brazil to participate in the Olympic Games and having this horrific threat, especially for a lot of the for female athletes. athletes. Yeah. Not to mention, in the last couple of Olympic Games, they passed out over 100,000 condoms, and that still wasn't enough half the time in the Olympic Village, from certain reports I've happened to read. Well, those guys in the Olympic Village, they're packed with vitamins, so, you know, I understand that. And the funny thing about Zika is they think that Zika actually made it across uh, the Atlantic Ocean, as a result of a sports event, the World Games were held, uh, the soccer games were uh, held in Brazil in 2014. That's when they think that Zika actually first made it across the, the Atlantic. Of course, really? as you know, Brazil also has <clears throat> Carnival, mm-hmm. uh, which happened just a little while ago. A lot of people from other countries coming from there. Uh, after that, there were cases that showed up in China and Russia and all sorts of other places, uh, Laos. All sorts of countries, and you can imagine the number of people from different countries that are going to show up in Brazil for the Summer Olympics. So we can expect quite a few cases, probably a number of them, that will pop up a a spike in the United States even uh, as a result of people going down there for the Olympics. So as we get ready for this, what are, I mean, obviously it seems like there's another one of these crazy viral outbreaks every couple of months. I mean, Previously, it was Ebola. I mean, it was H1 the swan, swine flu. And as people can, is this going to be a continual problem? Should people continue to be worried? Or, I mean, like, is I this going to be ba- a flash yeah. in the pan? I got a bag packed and a boat ready. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Where are you going? I think Just out to the middle of the ocean. Idea. The funny thing is, is that you probably are better off staying in place. If you take a boat to... The, the nearest Caribbean or South American country or Latin American country, you actually increase your chances of winding, winding up with this virus. No, I'm the main float. <laughs> well, I'm going to Mexico this weekend. Anything I need to worry about in Mexico? Well, they, had, they just announced uh, one of, one, a case that they think was certainly the the mosquitoes there i mean the thing that they recommend with regard if you're going to have to try if you have to travel or you're going to travel to countries where the outbreaks are occurring you just have to take a few steps you have to uh maybe wear long sleeve shirts long pants to be safe uh you want to stay inside in places where there's air conditioning or at least you know screened patios things like that um 
if you had to be outside, are you going to be? You're not going to be camping or anything, are no, you? No, we're going to be. I, I got a convention. I got to go to at the Westin Resort in Puerto Vallarta, camping. All, All right. inclusive oh, resort. I, I don't go in my backyard. Camping. <laughs> camping. I wouldn't go camping if I was camping. <laughs> I would. <laughs> so, I mean, so well, it, it, I mean, does mosquito repellent work? Should you just wear mosquito repellent? Yeah, absolutely. You need to. I was, I was just about to say, bring some mosquito repellent or get some mosquito repellent there. DEET works just fine. Uh, lemon eucalyptus oil works fine. Yeah, Citronella natural. oil works fine. Uh, these are These are things that you should be applying. A lot if you're going to be traveling to some of these countries that so have warm So you're warm saying weather. that I'm going to go to Peru on my honeymoon <clears throat> backpacking and trying to get pregnant. That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd bring, I'd bring bring a mosquito net. <laughs> <laughs> let's, put it that, let's put it that way. But uh, I have to say that it's very possible that this could be a flash in the pan, but the World Health Organization doesn't think so. It no, actually thinks a... that... Yeah, they think that there have been a million cases already, and they think wow. that it could go up to four million cases. And with regards to this uh, birth defect thing that's going on, the, the microcephaly, the very small heads and, and the brain to match. Which we haven't even gotten occurred, to yet. Yeah, that, that it's a big issue. It might affect 100,000 people. Think of Brazil alone, big country, youthful country. There are half a million women pregnant at any one time, and thousands of them are infected with Zika. Wow. So we're going to have a whole generation of people with very small heads? Mini heads. Well, I'll tell you, in Brazil, the funny thing is it seems to be occurring mostly in Brazil, which is making people wonder, is it just the Zika virus? Are there multiple factors involved? But the bad thing, the really bad thing for Brazil, is that they're already a country in with an extreme economic strain. I just read just about five minutes ago that they're, you know how we're having trouble in the U.S. with growth? That would, you know, our GDP isn't growing fast enough. Well, their GDP went down 4%. They went oh, down ooh. 4% last year. And so these guys don't have the resources to deal with these thousands of children that are being born that need special help. And so it, it is really a mess down there with regards to it. Well, that's definitely a lot of great information. Dr. Bones, I want to thank you again for being here, for informing all the listeners about what's going on with Zika, what we should look out for. Hope everybody's making sure to take plenty of precautions, especially if you're going to be traveling in I, and South America. And I'm not going to get pregnant on my honeymoon now. Probably not a good idea. I'm going to hold off. Dr. Dr. Bones, if people want to find out more information that you guys have available, what's the best way to get in touch and see what you guys have out there? Well, check out our website at www.doomandbloom.net. Not doom and gloom. Doom and bloom. Dot net and we're going to have, I'm, I'm going to be publishing in, in the, the next couple of weeks my new book, the Zika Virus Handbook. So you'll find out everything that you need to know about Zika, everything explained in a calm, rational manner. Do not panic. This is something that you can deal with. Yes. Hey, excellent advice. Once again, Thanks, Dr. Dr. Bones, Bones, always there with great advice and perfect information. When we come back, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar and say an asylum and talk about maybe what's going on later on. We'll see what's happening. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. 
You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. A full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best and in 2014, the Siri V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel and woody intonations. Oliva cigars can be found at a retailer near you. Ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe. Thank you very much. And the yes, Ad- Modelo loving Lady M. I want to say one thing for um, the drive that we're doing for the. Uh, yes, good point. Wheel- Wheels for Kids. Wheels for Kids, uh, wheelchair drive. You know, just to let everybody know out there, if anybody goes, and I, I think I just pinned it on the KMA page and on the smoking page. But if anybody goes and just donates a minimum of $20, we got a couple of pretty cool prizes that we're just going to randomly pick, um, randomizer, anybody who donates $20 or more. So if you want to be entered in that, don't donate anonymously. But we got a box of... Uh, Henry Clay's Stock, stock Cut, cut that was Toro, left, yep. left here by Janelle Rosenfeld. And a Great Smoke And a Great Smoke 
double bag, including all the cigars that came with it at the event, like a $400 value. So, And also, that, I'm throwing in a pair of tickets to Earth Day Birthday and a pair of tickets to Fort Rock. Nice. Festivals. We got four solid prizes. You should update it on the those posts, Sean. Yeah, I, yeah well, I'll take care of that. We got four solid prizes just for a $20 donation. I mean... Yeah, I don't know how much time we got. We're not going to probably hit this uh, $12,000 mark, but let's get as close as we can. Yeah, when's the expiration on that? Uh, well, it, it can go on for a while, but the the parade is March 13th. 17th. 17th. The 17th. <laughs> yeah, the poll closes on the 17th. You have until the 17th to go to the GoFundMe page. All the information is on the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. Click all the links there, and you can go donate $20, and you're in the running for some fantastic prizes they can be yours, just for making a great cause a little bit happier. You know what? I'm not even going to bother. Why do you? Why do you pay your attention? Because I'm not. I'm you trying not to. The problem is, I'm looking directly ahead. Don't look down. She's looking. Look at what someone else is. I that can't. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Lady M is agitating okay. Adam K so much. Don't look at me. He can't handle it. Look at him. cracking under pressure. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. I feel like I'm in daycare. I mean, <laughs> pretty much it is, and we know who belongs in timeout. You. <laughs> uh oh, we called for a timeout. He's unreal. He's the tattleteller, I can tell. You know what the only problem is, is that he doesn't have any rum or bourbon. If he had bourbon, if he had bourbon he'd be yeah, he'd, he'd be, be all my right. best friend. Yeah. Nope. Not today. Well, with that, it's time to see who belongs this no, week. Gwen is his best friend. Oh. Oh, yeah. Who belongs in the cigar and staying oh, aside? Look, he's starting to blow. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. You're overbearing. John! Are you there, John? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Who's the lovely candidate that uh, uh, Asylum Cigars is nominated for our whack job of the week? Can I do my Paul Harvey? Yes, sure. I would like to see your Paul Harvey. Actually, you know what? John is actually a very good impressionist. Impersonator. Yeah, uh, impersonator, impressionist. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna introduce the thing as Paul Harvey. Wait, we does. got we got time. Can you, can yeah. you give us a little Christopher Walken? Oh, okay. You, you, in fact, I think you should read the story in different people's voices. Yeah. Okay. That's what you should do. All right. Um. So stand by for news. <laughs> All right. Do our Emily doesn't know. Negative. Emily doesn't know who Paul Harvey is. Okay, that's a shame. It was an attempt. Theft that left a nasty taste in the mouth. <laughs> That's kind of started as an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I was going to do Arnold, but then I was like, you know, why not? Started as Arnold, moved into walking. Criminals, uh, Australia tried to siphon petrol from the gas tank of a bus, but accidentally trapped into the sewer tank instead. The bus was found in the Western Australia, town of Laverton, with a cab. On the ground, besides in the ground, cops say that the unidentified gang of mouthful of human waste, they tried to siphon the fuel from the tank. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, does anybody else have any idea what that story was about? Well, yeah, um, it's the a couple guys in Australia who tried to siphon fuel from an RV, uh-huh. but tapped into the sewage. Oh. A slight, oh, a, oh, yeah. a slight miscalculation. So they ah. sucked it up because you, when you siphon yes, these gas, yeah, you have to just, suck it through a hole, right? Yeah, right? A whole bunch of poop. Oh just, my god! Oh yeah, poop. Oh, good for them. <laughs> like, I could say it left a bad taste in their mouth. Yes, just a little bit. Yes, a little bit bad. Taste Nothing like a good poop joke. <laughs> oh. 
Yes. Okay. Those Austa- Australian robbers definitely belong in a cigar insane asylum. And brought to you courtesy of Asylum Cigars. Yep. Um, what else we got going on? Lady M Radio. Lady M's all excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ex- talk about our Tampa trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm super, super stoked. John, I'm really bummed that you're not going to make it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually pretty No, excited. John, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a buzzkill. All, all you all you said on the Milwaukee trip of how uneventful John was. It's <laughs> all you could you know be be sincere. Yeah, be sincere. What? Did you forget oh, about no, it? Oh no, I did say Adam yeah. was actually more eventful. You were shocked more... that Adam was more fun than right. John. Yeah, I right. did say that. I did say trip. that. That's but true. but that doesn't mean that I don't want him to come to right. Tampa. I want to give him a second a chance. Time. Yeah, we had a good time. I want to yeah. I want to give him a second chance. Oh, she wants to give you a second chance. Yeah, I think he'd be more fun if he's closer to home. Have you talked to Carolina about Carolina about doing the um? Yeah, we we discuss it on the phone. Yeah. She's working on the Hoochly girls. We're gonna see if we could do smarter than a Hoochly. Yeah, hmm. I, I feel like they would probably be smarter than. Ah, uh, you know. I did not. Know. I wouldn't put it past them. Right, they're never just know. hooches. Wow. Hoochlies? I don't know what that means. Yeah. What's a hooch? I don't know. Don't ask. It's a cooch. <laughs> we are just completely anonymous. There goes the train. But listen, we're gonna yes. head out there. We're gonna listen for all our listeners out in Tampa. We're gonna head out Friday early in the morning. I think. Be there by the afternoon, do a sound check, so we'll be hanging out at the bar, drinking Friday night, and then uh, doing the show live Saturday morning. Are we, in, are we inviting Cigar Dave so we can see what an entertaining cigar show sounds like? <gasps> Ooh, we should, you should send him an email. Why, why don't you reach out to him, John, as our <laughs> producer? Listen, see if he's li- available. this is a very funny story, and I think I only told this to Abe. I went on Cigar Dave's website that one time. Just to call him, to call and see if there was a producer who was going to pick up and see about an advertising package, um, what it costs and all that stuff. Little did I know. It was, when I, it was doing reconnaissance. When, when I called the number, Dave actually picked up the phone. It's his cell phone. <laughs> and so I, on the spot, was like, oh, crap. And uh, <laughs> I made up a fake company. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, it was like some kind of clean green products, just because I had received some earlier that day from a, from a company. And so he was asking me all these questions, like, "What's your website? What do you sell?" And I was like, "Oh, it's EchoGreen.com. Oh, it's uh, we sell like uh, detergents. We sell." I, I can, was it, that was a real company too, right? I don't know. I can see him. I was say, I can see him following up with them. Yeah, this is good day. If you call, we're already doing some advertising on my show. Yeah, I'd like to I, I, John Barron guy. I really wish I had Star Sixty Seven my number. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't call me back. Did, did he pick up and go, this is the general? No, he no. didn't, thank God. <laughs> but I immediately recognized his voice. Hello. Hey, greetings, Lieutenant. This is the general. How and can he, I make you an alpha male today? I know. You know, and another quick story, too, I think, while we have a minute here. Um, I did send out um, a message the other day for the Wheels for Kids while we're on the subject. And um, they, the solic- group, they, the group so- they solicited me, you know, they, uh, through, through GoFundMe. The group message. They, you know, said, hey, send a message on Facebook to all your friends. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, <laughs> little I know was a group text that included about 157 <laughs> people. <laughs> I removed myself wait, from wait, that, wait, by the way. Wait, wait, wait. I got one better. We got time for this one? This is a good one. All right, yeah. I had a situation last night. Did you see that text with Tom Mazuka and Christian? Oh, yeah. I had a situation last night. I asked Adam, Adam for our sales rep's number because I right. don't have it. So he texted me the guy's contact information. So I added it to my phone. So I'm texting Tom Mazuka and Christian Aroa and their rep, Mike Denny's, all in the same text, right? So it's kind of a little bit of an argument. I was violent texting. And Christian's replying from Paris. And Tom Mazuka's like, oh, well, we'll take care of it. I'm sorry. And then who is this? <laughs> From the rep. Yeah, who is this? And I chime in, perfect timing. You know, you're asking who this is regarding an email you just sent one hour ago. This is the problem, because he he really isn't a good rep, you know? So anyways, longer story short, 
I'm just a girl. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you I don't know. Wrong. No, who's the right number? Who's the number in Adam's phone? But it, he must have changed his number. Uh, so this poor girl got involved. It's like 30 minute text, text chain. That's funny. Uh, that's what happens when you hear here at Kiss My Ash Radio. And great things to come. We hope to see you next week. Till then, keep it lit. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker Zimmerman, Injury Attorneys, 800-866-LAWS, bakerzimmerman.com.